This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. For the ones standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is going on, y'all? This is Steven from Headlock Talk. We got some exciting news for you. Our longtime sponsor, Naturally Hemp's, has now given us a Headlock Talk promo code. Woo. Go to naturallyhemp's.com, use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. And by the way, it does not expire. Yes, this is true, Steven. I use Naturally Hemp's gummies for sleep aid, for muscle pain, and for post workout recovery. And might I also mention the lotions are great on your skin and they smell fantastic. Oh yeah, it's all really good stuff, but we also have some more for you. NaturallyPureSanitizer.com for all your hand sanitizer needs. Use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. Also, if you are a vapor and you are in need of e-liquid, AmericanVaporCompany.com. Use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. Yes, they have a fine variety of uh, candy flavors, tobacco flavors, menthol flavors, and fruit flavors. So I'm a very big fan of that too. Oh yeah, all really good stuff. And again, code HLT10 at checkout at all of these websites gets you 10% off your order. Now on with the show. is officially in the books, ladies and gentlemen, and here on this episode of Headlock Talk, we're talking about the best of the year. Yes. Best promotion. Best show. Best wrestlers. Best matches. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good time. It's a good time. What up, everybody? I am, of course, the Texas gentleman, uh, Mr. Tanner. Yes, indeed. my name. Tanner, a.k.a. Tanner. A.k.a. the Texas gentleman. Mm. And uh, joining me here, as always, for this episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. <laughs> my good friend and co-host, my, my, my left-hand man, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Hello, hello. Hello, Stephen. Hope you're doing well. I am. I am. How are you? Doing well, man. Good. End Good. of the year. Yes. 2020 is almost over, ladies and gentlemen. It's always an exciting time. This, this is a fun show that, I mean, this is always one of my favorite shows. It's just like reminiscing. You get to be happy the whole time. Just yeah. be like, man, this was dope. You know? 
Exactly. Now, now, obviously, if you all are tuning in, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen out there who are watching this live. Greatly appreciate you. Uh, and also, hello. And also, hello. Hope you're doing well. Uh, join us here in the chat. Talk about it with us, what you thought was the best uh, of the year. I would greatly appreciate that. You can also tell us if we're wrong. <laughs> Obviously. If you disagree. You know, you know, if you agree, awesome. If you, if you disagree, then that's, that's fine, too. Yes. Um, but yeah, Stephen, end of the year... 2020 mm. uh, you know this is this is gonna be interesting because so so in years past we've <laughs> we've uh, done like best and worst of the year but mm-hmm. I, but I feel like the worst of the year is pretty obvious right like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like look 2020 has been a, an incredibly uh, awful year yes uh, difficult trying uh, yes. strange all of those things. Mm-hmm. All of those things, uh, but somehow, some way, we still got wrestling. So hey, you know, yeah, all, I, all the better. I, I feel like uh, y- you know, the the worst like worst pay per view, worst wrestler kind of thing. Uh, it, you know, it's fun to talk about, but at the same time, this year's this year has sucked. Let's try to stay positive. We're gonna try. Let, and st- let's try to stay positive. We're try and stay yeah. positive here. Yeah. Uh, and and please, if you're joining us in the chat, uh, let us know what you think. Is uh is is the best of the year as we go on through these categories here. We've got quite a few. We've got best male wrestler of the year, best female wrestler of the year, show of the year, uh, uh, promo of the year, w- which is I guess where we're going to start here. We're gonna also talk mm. about like shocking and surprising moments. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> crazy stuff. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, Mags is here in the chat. Uh, Mags is saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well, yes, Max. Hope Christmas. you're doing well. Uh, want me to mention JR's <laughs> dressing recipe? No, thank you. We appreciate <laughs> you so much for um, acknowledging that, Mags. That's, yeah, headlock talk lore right there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Go back a, and check it out. It's a very meta comment. Yeah, that's from uh, <laughs> our, our most recent After Dark. Uh, yeah, After Dark 6, Straight to Hell. It's a very fun show. Check that out. We're, we review Armageddon 2000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mags in the chat. By God. By God. Yes, indeed. Yeah. By God, indeed. And if you're like Mags joining us in the chat here, uh, or if you're watching this uh, after the fact, uh, do the thing. Give us a thumbs up, like, share, and subscribe. That would be greatly appreciated. And if you're listening to this uh, in podcast form after the fact, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, do us a favor. Uh, leave a quick five-star rating review wherever you're listening to podcasts. That's a little bit to ask, but it definitely goes a long way to helping us out. Uh, keep on doing our thing, yes. um, and then we'll we'll have a little special announcement at the end of the show here. A little little bit of a special thing here uh, from Stephen and I. So, uh, without further ado, I think it's time we start off uh, with a promotion of the year. Yes, promotion yes, of the year. Stephen, obviously with COVID, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of shows or 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 uh, you know promotions. I guess that could really be in the running. I mean, Ring of Honor has uh, only up until very recently not been running any shows. Right. Um, they they finally put some shows together. Um, a lot of different promotions that would have been listed otherwise. I mean, it's you don't really have a whole lot in, in the running. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean. COVID's hit everybody rough, wrestling industry included, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, at least for me, uh, one of the biggest things that, that I'm looking for, or, or the biggest criteria that I'm looking for with this promotion of the year is mm. uh, is consistency. 
Um, now, now, like you, like you had mentioned, there, there's really only uh, a lot of the the big promotions that that have been able to stay afloat throughout all of this, and, and some of the the smaller independent guys, you know, may, maybe put on a show here or there, but but definitely not on their like, uh, I guess their uh, their usual uh, kind of schedule there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, for me, biggest criteria is, is consistency and and how consistent they've been uh, throughout all of this. Mm. So, so with consistency being your number one criteria, Stephen, mm-hmm. who who is who is the promotion of the year? Yeah, uh, for me, promotion of the year is uh, all elite wrestling, and, and I I think that's a very easy one for me, just because uh, you know a, a very quick runner up is is New Japan for me, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, they they've been able to do put on some absolutely fantastic matches throughout all of this. But I, I think with AEW, they have proven themselves uh, to to have not only you know consistently great matches, but you know con- consistently great stories uh, as well, consistently great characters. And, and honestly, props to AEW for being able to pull out the year that they have for 2020, considering mm. they're they're not a very old uh, promotion. You know, they're they're still relatively new, and, and to continue their growth uh, throughout this entire year and continue the consistency of quality that they've had. Uh, for me, I think it's easy that it's all elite wrestling. Mm. That, that that that's actually very very interesting. So I I I also kind of grade on the criteria of uh, consistency in the face of everything that's going on in the world, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but also. <clears throat> You have to take into consideration the match quality, uh, being able to, you know, like, like, uh, like, I guess stories and mm-hmm. that kind of thing too. Um, I, I actually put it as New Japan Pro Wrestling mm-hmm. as as promotion of the year, uh, with actually a close runner-up being. <laughs> I'm surprised it's even saying this. WWE. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, WWE never hit the, the the brakes just once. Right. And I think that they, while you can give WWE uh, a lot of uh, disservice and discredit for some of the things that they've done this year, maybe even a lot of the things that they've done this year, um, you know, they did obviously push Drew McIntyre heavily. Yes. And I felt like that made a huge difference for, for WWE overall this year. Mm-hmm. That's still not enough, uh, in, in my opinion, to overcome the fact that we got some really, really great moments and matches Mm-hmm. from New Japan this year. We had an awesome Wrestle Kingdom 14. We had a show in a baseball park, uh, which was awesome. You can check that out. Um, uh, you can you can go with the G1. You can go with Best of the Super Juniors. You can talk about uh, the, the New Japan Cup. I mean, they're like New Japan, when they came back, they came back heavy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, props to them. Absolutely. No, like I said, New Japan's definitely a, a very good runner-up for me. Uh, G1 and Wrestle Kingdom alone, I, I think, really put them up in there. Uh, yeah, DAJ Kirkby uh, Mag says Tanner is the best. Tanner number one. Yeah, okay, we get it. Sounds <laughs> right. He is the best. <laughs> he is the best. I'm I'm okay. I, I, I just I just talk the graps. Yeah, as, as Mags would as Mags would say. Of course. Um, no, I'm actually really glad that you brought up uh, WWE because uh, I, I think they are closer to AEW and New Japan in this best promotion category than they really ever have been, honestly. Um, It's very surprising, but 2020 has been a fantastic year for wrestling. Mm -hmm. It's been a really, really great year from wrestling from from a lot of different promotions. And and I know we give uh, WWE a lot of flack on on this show for for some of the things that they do. But I think with COVID, it's forced them to to kind of rethink their strategy and and rethink what they do and kind of take some some risks and some chances that they normally wouldn't. 
wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. And I I think that really, really paid off for WWE this year, especially like you mentioned, uh, the the Drew McIntyre push. Yeah. Mwah. Like that, that was one of the best things that, w, that WWE has done this year. And, and uh, yeah, I, I really like that you brought them up. Uh, for me, though, it is all elite wrestling. Um, Tanner's got New Japan. I think both of those are, are really, really great picks. And, and like I said, everyone's been, been really good this year, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say the, the, the one thing that's been hardest for me about AEW is like, they they try to and this is also more of a recent thing but but i've i've felt this since the beginning and it and it seemed to continue on and and kind of um i'm not going to say worsen because mm-hmm. it's all about perspective right but one thing that AEW does is they they jam pack a lot yes into the 2 hours that you watch match wise absolutely but story wise they jam pack everything in there, and so sometimes it's a little bit hard. It's a little bit jarring to be like, "Oh, okay. Well, you've got like the dark the was it Dark Order uh, in like uh, you know five different segments, right? I'm exaggerating, obviously, folks. Right. But you know, I mean, why Cody's got three concurrent storylines going on? It's yeah. You know. Yeah, I think with with AEW, one of the things that is great about them but but to your point definitely does hinder them is that with, with AEW to get everything out of AEW you have to really really buy into it mm. Where, whereas with uh, WWE and, and even New Japan to a certain degree uh, you can kind of just jump in at, at any point and, and have a really really good time and, and uh, you know kind of understand what's going on mm. whereas AEW especially in this last year has become extremely meta it's become extremely meta and, and a lot of the shows are you know, references to past shows, references to past things that have happened or, or callbacks to, to things that they've had. And, and mm. you know, d- depending on what you're looking for, that can be a good or bad thing. Mm. Hey, that's, that's true. And, and I mean, as, as Mags is saying in the chat, and please, everybody jump on in here if you're if you're watching us here in the chat. Sorry, I just hit the camera. Uh, all three companies, all three major companies have done well to provide consistent content, to be fair. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Ab- yeah. No, absolutely. Um Steven, mm. uh, moving on from promotion of the year, uh, let's talk about uh, show of the year. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I know that there's there's definitely um, there's there, there's definitely a lot of of shows that you could probably put in this category. I would say again, post COVID and pre COVID are a little bit. <laughs> A little bit different. I watched, uh, I rewatched AEW Revolution mm. uh, just recently, and um, uh, it's been. <laughs> it was kind of jarring to see all like all the people in the crowd. Oh, I know. You're like, yeah. oh wow, that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, man, promotion, not promotion of the year, uh, show of the year. The this this is a pretty big category. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So how how did you rate show of the year and and, and what were some honorable mentions? Yeah, uh, so so again with, with show of the year, you know one of one of the criteria that I was looking for is uh, you know consistency and just how good the the card is from from top to bottom, you know, okay. um, and you know to our point, like like we've been saying, there's been a lot of really really great shows this year, a lot of really great shows this year, you know from from WWE we have uh, you know Royal Rumble, we have uh, Hell in a Cell, we have Survivor Series, uh, uh, you know several really good shows. From New Japan, we have Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I, I mean, G1 Climax, um, and, and then from AEW, we, we've had uh, 
it's not a pay-per-view, but the the most recent Winter is Coming show. Uh, we, we had AEW Revolution. So a, a lot of really, really good shows out there. Uh, but for me, the, the one show that, that, that I have to put above the rest, just from pure entertainment standpoint, is actually uh, TakeOver 30. NXT TakeOver 30. Uh, so I, I really, really enjoyed this show. Uh, it, it definitely had the, the one thing that we always say about NXT TakeOvers where it, it's, it's just about the wrestling. It, it's not very long. There's not a lot of matches on it. It's just really consistently great matches all the way throughout. Uh, this is the one that had uh, Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. Also had the uh, ladder match for the vacant uh, North American Championship. It had Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee, which is... Uh, <laughs> look... We've said this before on the show. Again, props to Pat McAfee for being able to put on a match of that quality without being a wrestler, really. So, I, I mean, props to him for that. It also had Karrion uh, Cross versus Keith Lee, which was an absolutely great match. And it also reminds me of, uh, you know, the better days of Keith Lee. Um, and then, of course, also had Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai, which was a fantastic women's match as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go NXT TakeOver 30. I think it was one of the most consistently great. Um, probably second place uh, would, would either be Wrestle Kingdom or uh, Revolution for me. Wow. Yeah, I mean, when you when you told me TakeOver 30, I was kind of, I was kind of shocked, to be honest with you, because I, yeah. I, I didn't... I personally didn't have that anywhere near my honorable mentions, but as you put it, I mean, there is definitely reasons to watch TakeOver 30, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, particularly, the I remember the the Finn Balor-Timothy Thatcher match being really, really good. Absolutely. Um, were there any honorable mentions? Like any, any runners-up? Or I guess you said Revolution and, uh, and yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. For right? sure. Uh, Mag is saying, if pay-per-view, uh, I, I can't look past Summer Struggle and Jingu. Yep, yep. Uh, that was the first New Japan show with crowds back um, and the card. Yep, yep. Uh, it, it was a banger of a card. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, I think Mag's actually, uh, you and Fal came on and and, and we, we reviewed that show. Mm. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It was a fun time. Um, so for me, um, obviously, I kind of had the same... Criteria, you know, how's the card top to bottom, the match quality, um, all that good stuff. Um, for me, um, I definitely had War Games. Yeah. War Games was in the mix. War Games was great. Um, I know a lot of people were kind of like, you know, um, criticized the the women's War Games match a little bit um, because of the the logic uh, of the match. That particularly didn't make too big of a difference for me. I thought the match was good. Um, <laughs> Mike JC in the chat, um, show of the year, Wrestle Kingdom, and we all know it. Well, spoiler alert, yeah. yes, it's Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom is my show of the year. Um, I, I mean, look, the, the, the double gold dash was a huge storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, is the payoff for Ibushi winning the G1 last year. He's obviously won the G1 uh, this year, and we'll be, I guess we'll do a little bit of a preview Two here. Time. We'll be we'll doing a little bit of a preview for Wrestle Kingdom because uh, next week when we when we watch Wrestle Kingdom, uh, we'll have I'll have just moved to Waco. You'll be with me. Mm-hmm. We'll be watching uh, nights one and two of Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, we'll indeed. do a little bit of a recap and review right here on the Shooting the Sports Ish Network. Well, not here, but well, in Waco there. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, 
Okada, Ibushi. Like, that's... I mean, yeah. It's a heck of a match. And then, like, I mean, just looking at top to bottom, then you also had, like, Hiromu winning, you know, the the uh, junior heavyweight title. Uh, you had Jushin Thunder Liger's last match. Mm-hmm. You had... Yeah, the John Moxley matches. Uh, yeah, the John Moxley matches, which mm-hmm. were great. Uh, you had, you just had it all. It, it was it was a really really good card. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Tanahashi and Jericho. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of good stuff, and then and then finally to, t- to put the cherry on top, Naito beating Okada, finally at Wrestle Kingdom and and walking away with both belts. Yeah, I mean that's it, it's a lot of wrestling to get through. I get it, but for me, in terms of quality, it had to be Wrestle Kingdom fourteen. Yeah, I, I mean that that's a that's a very very good pick. Honestly, it's it's pretty close to my second one. the The only thing with Wrestle Kingdom is, uh, it, and I'm not trying to like dig into Wrestle Kingdom. Obviously, everyone knows I'm. A, you know, both of us are very big New Japan fans, but I've mentioned this on the show before, and unfortunately, it still holds true. I have a hard time just getting into New Japan a little bit, just because there, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of there's not a lot of promos, and most of the most of the story work is you know done through matches and things like that. Um, well, well the, the promos that they cut, they're in Japanese, exactly. So you know, if if you are a casual wrestling fan and you don't you know you don't want to like you don't find like the english subtitles or whatever like i can get why you'd be confused. yeah i mean i don't it i don't watch a lot of anime but but when i do it's the english dub uh i, I don't like subtitles it's just i mean shoot me for it it's it's one thing about me um but but yeah so i have a hard time you know looking past that and then Wrestle Kingdom's just super, super long. Mm-hmm. I think with Takeover Thirty, it's uh, it's very just bite size. It's very bite size, just heavy quality all the way throughout. That being said, I, you know I'm not trying to to poo on Wrestle Kingdom fourteen. Wrestle Kingdom is fantastic. Absolutely, I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike JC in the chat, how's it going, Mike? I look forward to uh, Abushi walking out as champ this year. Absolutely. Uh, Mag's also saying the New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling YouTube channel has promos with subtitles. Yes. Well, there you go. Yes. There you go, Stephen. <laughs> well, I think you made Stephen's day then. Um, we're, we're, we're coming in to uh, uh, the part of the show where, where some of these categories get a little bit more difficult here, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, with, with show of the year being determined, match of the year. Who is or who had the match of the year? This is a tough topic. Mm. This is a, a very tough topic. I know for me, uh, I, I put in as, like criteria, like obviously the quality, the mm-hmm. work rate. You know, what was the promo like going up the build to the match? Um, you know, it's hey, you know, I mean, there's a lot going on mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to match of the year. Um, ooh. There is some discussion going on in the chat yeah. as to whether or not Ibushi is going to be walking out of New Japan this year as champ. Uh, we'll see. Um, so, I mean, there's so many matches that you could talk about mm. for, for match of the year this year. Um, so before I, I give you my pick, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about some matches that, that nearly made it. Ilya Dragunov versus Volter has to be on that list. Absolutely. It has to be on the list. Um, because I've never seen a more violent match on WWE Network than Ilya Dragunov versus Volter. Yeah. That was a crazy match. Absolutely. That that one was uh, definitely on my list, too. It, it didn't make the top, uh, as I think it didn't make the top for you, but uh, I think it has to be on that list. Absolutely. It's uh, it's definitely one of the, one of the best... Um, 
Oh, wow. Uh, Mags is saying Volter versus Dragunov was match of the year, and it's not close. Wow. Spicy. Spicy. Wow. I mean, you can certainly make an argument for it. It's, you know, it's on our list for a reason. Like you said, it is one of the, yeah. the most the most violent, uh, you know, brutal matches that, that we've seen on, on any of uh, WWE product, uh, especially this year. But, but man, uh, if, if the category was best WWE match of the year, yeah, it'd probably be that one. Mm-hmm. Um... AEW came out swinging pretty hard too with a couple of their matches. Um, particularly, uh, you had uh, Hangman Page, goodness, Steven, Hangman Sorry. Page, uh, and Kenny Omega versus uh, the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. FTR versus the Young Bucks. I think both of those tag matches are were, were absolutely insane. Absolutely. Um, and, and it kind of flew in the face of what a lot of people criticize the Young Bucks for particularly in that they don't have any psychology in their matches. That's the thing that you always hear them say mm-hmm. or, or other people say, right, is, oh, the Young Bucks, they, you know, they, they're, they're just moves. It's just spots, mm-hmm. right? No, the, these had in-depth killer stories yeah it's funny i I think the young bucks kind of uh heard that criticism and and took it to heart kind of all year round i mean they they had you know several matches throughout this year that that kind of uh laughed in the face of that notion Mm -hmm. yeah mike jc in the chat young bucks versus kenny and page Mm -hmm. he had them there yeah um and then i think that you also have to put down kyle o'reilly versus finn balor Mm. I, I think that that match was really, really good. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, there's there's quite a few uh, matches that go into there. Obviously, there's a ton of New Japan matches that, that could compete in that category as well. Hiromu was, uh, you know, really, really great this year. Hiromu yeah. Takahashi was, was amazing. Um, his match versus Dragon Lee earlier this year was fantastic. I mean, that, that was on my list. Um, but the more and more that I looked at that list, the more and more it was clear to me uh, that uh, the, my match of the year had to be uh, Kota Ibushi versus Kazushiko Okada. Yeah. I know I'm 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 doing I'm giving a whole lot of love to New Japan. I promise this is actually uh, th- this is actually probably going to be the last award I give them. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, yeah. Um, but but I had to give Okada versus Ibushi match of the year for me. Hey, I, I mean, that, that's a very, very good call. Uh, it, it's definitely on my list. I had a lot of New Japan matches on my list. Uh, you know, definitely Ibushi Okada uh, was, a, was a really fantastic match. A lot of matches from, from the G1 uh, were, were on my list, uh, including Jeff Cobb uh, versus Ishii. I thought that was a fantastic match. Uh, Okada Osprey was another really, really great match. Uh, so N- New Japan, uh, of course, ha- has been putting on fantastic matches all year long. Hmm. Um, but, but for me... Uh, it, it is going to have have to be a match that that you had mentioned and that uh, that Mike had mentioned in the chat as well. It's uh, Kenny and Hangman versus the Young Bucks. Yeah, it it one hundred percent has to be me, my match of the year. I think that is like bar none the best match that AEW ha- has ever put on. Honestly, I, I mean it, it had obviously it's Young Bucks match that had spots on spots. Obviously, uh, you know, insanely great work rate throughout, but really the, the highlight of that match for me is, is the story that, that was being told throughout that and, and kind of, you know, the, the divide, the ever growing divide between uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman. And, and that's one of those matches, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, early in the, earlier in the show that AEW started to get really meta 
and it is yeah. like referencing a, a lot of things that have happened in the past. And, uh, you know, if you don't consistently watch AEW, you might get a little lost in the weeds. Um, but I think with that match in particular, they told a very, very good story that you can just jump into and kind of really understand what's going on there. And, and for them to tell the story that they did in such a way while also putting on that good of a match, uh, for, for me, it has to be my match of the year. Wow. Yeah, good stuff. Man. Oh, it's so good. Good stuff. It's so good. Uh, Connor is in the chat. Everybody's in the chat putting in uh, uh, questions or suggestions. Uh, Connor McCabe in the chat. Uh, Young Bucks versus Omega and Page match of the year without a question. Wow. Um, Mags uh, uh, taking out Walter versus Ilya. A case could be made for the stadium stampede. It was the most entertaining match of the year by far. That was a great match. That's actually a pretty good shout. Yeah, good shout. I didn't yeah. even I didn't even think about having the stadium stampede in there on my list, and now I kind of feel ashamed that I didn't. <laughs> Honestly, um, yeah. No, that, was, that was a really great match. Uh, Mags also suggested that the Mimosa Mayhem match needs to be included, uh, to which. <laughs> Uh, Mike JC said no mags no it doesn't <laughs> uh, Nagata versus Suzuki was a banger um, yeah I mean I, I would I would definitely say it was um, it, it was not on my short list but yeah that was a really really good match uh, Mike JC um, Hiromu versus Osprey mm. yeah that was another good one yeah yeah um, yeah, good stuff there. See, and you know everything we're saying here and everything we're seeing in the chat, it just goes to show, man. Man, this was such a good year for wrestling. Yeah, you know, there's it, so many good matches across so many different promotions, and, and you wouldn't expect it, right? Like there were, honestly, yeah, like there there were some really really good matches. Um, I mean, you could even talk about like if you're if you're looking outside of like the big promotions, right? Um, I mean, you could you could easily give a shout to um, Will Osprey versus Zack Saber Junior from. Um, Oh, Rev Pro, Rev Pro yeah. earlier this year, where Osprey won the the British heavyweight title mm-hmm. off of Zack Saber Jr. You could eat, you could definitely make a case for that. Um, you could make a, a case for a lot of a lot of different matches. Um, Alex Thomas in the chat says uh, Kyle Finn deserves a hat tip. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that's probably if you're if if we're talking about NXT matches this year, uh, Kyle versus Finn. And 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 Walter versus Ilya are are probably right there neck and neck with each other. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to decide between those two. Yeah, it just depends on if you lump NXT and NXT UK together. You mm-hmm. know, but but yeah, those two are definitely up there. Also suggested here, Eo versus Candice from Halloween Havoc. Great yep. shout! Yeah, yep. that was an awesome match. Roman versus. Uh, I guess he's uh, maybe Jay. Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay was also so good, uh, much better than it looked on paper. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, good suggestions there. Good shouts. Um, I think we need to move on uh, to uh, tag team of the year, Stephen. Tag team of the year. Yes. There's a lot of teams that are that are vying for this uh, for this opportunity. I mean, you could. Um, I mean, you could look into AEW, who has a ton of tag teams, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. A ton of tag teams. Um, I mean, you could also look at uh, earlier this year in New Japan Pro Wrestling, you had the the dream team of uh, Kota Ibushi and uh, Hiromu, uh, not Hiromu, Tanahashi, mm. not not Hir- not Hiromu Takahashi, but yeah. but, uh, but Tanahashi, right? Right? You know that guy, that guy, uh, Tanahashi. <laughs> Anyway, um, 
lots of great tag teams this year, though. F- FTR, obviously, making their impact in, in uh, AEW. <laughs> impact. Steven, who for you, who did you have on your list as tag teams of the year? Yeah, uh, so I, I mean, FTR was definitely on there, uh, of course. Uh, I think they had, you know, one of the one of the more solid de- debuts in, in AEW this year. Uh, it, there, there was several debuts in AEW that some people might consider have have fallen flat or, or something like that. Uh, but FTR definitely uh, has done very, very well throughout this entire year. Uh, but, but for me, with, with tag team of the year, I, I know I'm. I know I'm, uh, you know, popping a lot of AEW out here, but I- I'm gonna have to go with Young Bucks. Honestly, I, I think they put on, uh, th- you know, probably the two best matches uh, of uh, of the entire year uh, with with AEW. And uh, I-, I mean, I-, I know we keep harking back to this, but but just consistency. You know, Young Bucks are just consistent. Just consistent all year long. They they've put on absolutely banger matches. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be Young Bucks for me. Wow. Yeah, I know. AEW fanboy over here. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Uh, Mike, JC in the chat says, FTR, hands down. Uh, Mag says, if Tanner and Steven don't pick dangerous techers, I'll ruin tomorrow's stream with Jim Ross recipes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, dangerous techers were definitely on the list. Uh, Definitely on the list for me. Um, As much as I hated having to put... Uh, I was going to Ta- say Taichi that's, on that's, the list. It's extremely surprising. It's um, I think Zack Saber Jr. brought the best out of uh, Taichi in a that's, lot of ways. That's a very good point. Yeah. Um. So, it is what it is. <laughs> um. I think that um, uh, Mags also says non WWE is, is best friends for for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, best friends did go on a bit of a tear there at the uh, at the um, earlier part of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of one of the uh, one of the. MVPs of the kind of like transitional period of of pre and post COVID for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think here. Uh, uh, what other tag teams I'm missing? Um, obviously, it's hard. It's really, really difficult to to look past. You know, like I said, Hangman Page and Omega. They they went on a really, really good run this year. I thought they were great. Um, you have to look at probably also. Um, it's it, it's so close for me between FTR and the Young Bucks. Uh, I'm just gonna shoot it straight with you guys. It, it's it's so hard to choose between FTR and the Young Bucks because FTR beat Page and Omega for the titles. Yeah, which on paper, statistically speaking, is really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to this day, statistically, that's probably the most dominant uh, tag team that has existed in AEW. Yeah, I mean their so, only loss is to the Young Bucks, and mm. and boy did they put on a great match, you know, losing that title. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm gonna go with FTR. Mm. Like, like against my better judgment, I'm gonna say FTR if, if for tag team of the year, uh, just based off of off of performance and off of week in week out ability to uh, to put on really really good matches uh to you know really elevate the tag team division within AEW to another level obviously young bucks did a great job on their own doing that um but i think that that competition that FTR brought uh really really elevated it so mm-hmm. yeah um let's see here um Alex Thomas in the chat also brings up the North uh, from Impact. 
Uh, yeah, the North, if you haven't gotten a chance to see them in, in, in Impact, is a really, really good team. Like a really, really good tag team. Um, I haven't I've, seen a lot of them personally. Well, I mean, they, they get name dropped on Twitter by FTR quite frequently as, mm. as people that they would like to face. In fact, when they did the, the, the Impact AEW kind of like when that whole announcement went down, like the North was like the first team that they kind of brought the north and the motor city machine guns who mm-hmm. also deserve a, a note here on this list the motor city machine guns uh that they they came back and they've had they had a, a nice little run there too so yeah good yeah. stuff um what else steven um we've done tag team we've done show of the year uh we've done let me see here um, we've done match of the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I guess let's do let's do this because we've we've got female wrestler of the year, male wrestler of the year. We still got those left. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's just like take a, a brief a brief moment here. Let's talk about some uh, I guess some shocking segments, some surprises, things that went down here in 2020. Yeah. Uh, that that that'll be remembered for here, Stephen. What what are some some memories, some takeaways that you have from 2020? Yeah, uh, I mean, one one of my biggest ones from from this year, uh, and, and I know uh, Mags will back me up on this, is uh, Evil joining Bullet Club. That that was honestly really really crazy to me, just because Evil had had always been, uh, you know, that that member that I just uh, kind of. I don't know, wrote off maybe, maybe just like forgot about. He was kind of just in the background. Uh, and I, I think I gave it a, a little bit of flack when it first happened. But but looking back on it, that was a very, very good move from New Japan. It was a, it was a very good move to bring people back in uh, and, and kind of just start that, that post-COVID uh, you know, thing up with a bang. And, and so that was a really, really shocking moment for me it was Evil joining Bullet Club. I, I thought it was a really, really cool moment. Uh, it, it, what's interesting is I, it's a cool moment in hindsight for me. I, I think during it, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. What are you doing? But the thing is, they needed that buzz. They, they needed that intrigue to, to bring a lot of people like myself back in, a lot of the casual, more casual fans of New Japan. And, and that was a great way of doing that. Uh, let me see here. Mag says in the chat, "Yep," and Kenta ruining the roll call as yeah. well. Everyone wrote off Evil because Sonata is better. Um, yeah, I mean, I I I think that what's interesting is there there's always those rumors going around that New Japan and and Gato uh, earmarked this year to be a big year for Evil. Mm-hmm. And in a 24 hour span, Evil turned on Lij, um, and and joined the Bullet Club. Right, and and then he beat Naito for the for the double the, the double titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like in that twenty four hour span, like obviously as podcasters, we're fans of other podcasts, right? right. Like I, I noticed that our friends, uh, the Get Show Wrestling Podcast. I, I was listening to one of their shows, and they predominantly cover like WWE and AEW and that kind of stuff. But like they 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 brought up New Japan and they brought up that that happening specifically. And I was like, that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so shout out to, to get show out there, uh, for, for that episode. Mm-hmm. That, that was a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah. It kind of, kind of shook the wrestling world, honestly. It did. Yeah. I, I mean, cause I, I mean, everybody was kind of just taken aback by what this meant. And obviously, I mean, maybe, maybe history will be kinder on evil 
um, years down the road uh, as far as his title run, and you know maybe he'll have other opportunities in the future. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of shook everybody um, as far as what it did for for New Japan and and what it meant for Naito. Naito obviously won it back. Right. You know, so uh, we'll see where where things go from there. Yeah. What's uh What's one of the What's one of the more shocking or moments or, or surprises for you? Um. So I, I'm kind of struggling with this one here in particular, uh, because it, for me, like it, it it's obviously a very surprising moment. Um, but but obviously Sting coming back, Sting Sting yeah. debuting yeah. in AEW has to be one of the most surprising things that that that's happened this year um mostly because um you know a you don't see it coming right nobody nobody was talking about it there wasn't any hints about it it kind of all seemed kind of under the radar yeah uh when that all went down um but but I, yeah i mean i would definitely say sting uh, uh debuting in aew um well, for, for, and 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 like I said, I, I have mixed feelings on it because obviously Sting's this this character, this uh, you know, this personality from my childhood, right? And so there's like there's that 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 fondness, that connection, right, right. But it's obvious. It's also like, dude. I mean, and I'm gonna get some flag for it. I, I know, but like, dude, it's really getting up there, right? And right. and and they're they're posting it with like him having a win loss record, and it's like, right. oh, now you're. There's like like this expectation that he's going to wrestle, mm-hmm. and like he skipped out on having a a pretty necessary surgery. So like I don't know, man. It like I've I've got mixed emotions about. It. I was super pumped to see him, glad to see him involved. Um, him wrestling. I mean, I don't I don't know personally. I, maybe it's maybe it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean. Sting Sting was one of those wrestlers that that I kind of uh you know I didn't I didn't necessarily grow up with Sting uh and so Sting has always been one of those wrestlers for me that uh you know looking back on, on his career he's incredible mm-hmm. Sting Sting is absolutely great uh and, and I don't want to take anything away from him uh but but at the same time like you said I mean him him wrestling uh, with, with the injuries that he's had and, and the age that he's at now uh, it, it's a little dicey. It, it might not be might not be the best idea. Uh, that being said, though, uh, yeah, it, it definitely was one of the more shocking uh, moments or, or surprising moments uh, of this year for mm-hmm. sure. And, and uh, that debut was sick as hell. It, it was really awesome. It was a really it really was, cool it was debut. Very very well done. Mm-hmm. Very well done. Yeah. Uh, some some of the mentions here in the chat, and we're going to talk about one of them here in just a moment. Heyman aligning with uh, aligning with Roman. Yes, that was very surprising. Uh, Brock dominating the Rumble and then giving the rub to Keith Lee and Drew. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hundred uh, percent. Let me see here. The first Brock dominating the first half of the Rumble rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman as a whole was a standout since August. Yep. I would absolutely agree with that, Mike. Um, let me see here. Mag also says the true shock of the year is the amount of scummy people in the wrestling industry. Um, yeah, so let so let's talk about that. Um, hashtag speaking out was um, I think that kind of blew everyone away. If you're online on the wrestling Twitter community, yeah. um, it's crazy it, about this year because all the all these things you know, 2020 has been been a long year. You know, yeah. and so a lot of these things they they feel so, like so far away, like that like they they happened so long ago. But 
but no, that that was uh, that was this year. Well, and and you know, obviously, there's a lot of people that had to do a lot of reconciling, mm-hmm. right? A lot of reconciling, and, and and particularly us as podcasters too, right? Like we had to, you know, like there there were a lot of guys that we were really big fans of and really high on that uh, obviously. You know they they're probably you know never going to wrestle again, and we have to kind of look back in hindsight, being twenty twenty, uh, we we kind of have to uh, reconcile with what those people have done uh, in their lives, and and that's yeah. I mean, as Mag said, I don't think there's a better way to put it than than you know us finding out the the ch- the shock of the year being how many scummy people are in the wrestling industry. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it shouldn't be shouldn't be something that we're super surprised about considering how low brow wrestling is oftentimes like depicted I mean, yeah. uh, w- within a lot of circles. But that being said, um, you wouldn't imagine the shock and, and horror of some of these stories being told with hashtag speaking out. So yeah, uh, so that's a great shout. Mm-hmm. Um, Mag's also putting in the chat here. Another mini shock was how good uh, Dominic Mysterio was in the ring. Um, I, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's, he's, you could, yeah, you know, you you could you could make an argument for that. Uh, Mike JC in the chat says Joey Ryan and David Starr will never uh, work again in, in wrestling. I'm sure of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's no, no way. doubt. There's no way. There's no doubt at all. Um, let me see. Yeah, I mean that that uh, I don't know that that just serves as a reminder that like you don't really know these people. No, you know, you, you, like you, 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 you see, you, you see you a do. version of themselves, uh, you know, not even a version of themselves. You, you see a character that that they that they yeah. are playing, yeah. a, a character that they're acting out. You don't, you don't actually know these people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, Stephen, you've got you've got a couple more on your list that I'm seeing over here right now, and they're both really really good. So yeah, you, you pick one, and then I'll talk about the other one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so. <laughs> one of the, I'm just gonna take your list. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, one of the big ones for me. Uh, this was actually, this was actually really, really refreshing to see. Was uh, Pat McAfee in NXT? Man, he he wasn't trash. <laughs> like he he held his own. Like he I'm was, not I'm not really, saying he was actually really good. Yeah, I'm not know. saying Pat McAfee's like the next Kenny Omega or anything. Like like he's not an insane wrestler or anything but but to be able to put on as good of a match as he did with with arguably one of the best workers in the business adam cole dude yeah that's so refreshing to see yeah um mag saying don't put wrestlers on a pedal on pedestals yeah yeah absolutely i think this is going back to the speaking out thing maybe not yeah. maybe not pat mcafee right right <laughs> but, <laughs> Let's 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 not put Pat McAfee on a on a pedestal. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, look, I was really, um, I I was really, uh, again, mixed feelings on Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you because know, mm-hmm. obviously it's like, wow, he's a really great promo, and then you see him in the ring, and he's really great in the ring. But then, like, I always felt like, oh man, I I don't know how I feel about like this minor celebrity. I'm sorry, Pat calling you a minor wrestler minor celebrity whatever yeah. um like ce- celebrities in wrestling always kind of like weirded me out for sure but pat's actually really really good at it and, and see that's why i think uh that that this is so refreshing to me i mean when, when i saw that he was going to be uh in war games I, I was like all right like cool like like I, i'm i'm weirdly down for that you know what i mean like 
uh, he, he had a, a good enough showing that I was like, all right, let's do it. Uh, both Mags and uh, Mike in the chat uh, were saying that reports came out yesterday that Pat McAfee was pulled from TV for some reason. Haven't heard why yet. Hmm. I mean, that it's a weird feeling, but I'm like, man, that sucks. <laughs> like that's it's a weird feeling to me. Like, it, it, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm sorry I've, for laughing, but no, I mean, you're yeah. good. Like, I've talked. I think both of us have have talked extensively about how like. All of the celebrity angles through, throughout all the years of wrestling are always just so cringe and so forced, and, and just like for it, it brings the casual audience in for sure. But people like us that that watch a lot of wrestling and and really you know like, it, what am I trying to say? Like uh, people like us that that watch a lot of wrestling, it's just so cringeworthy and just like I don't need this at all. But and that's why I think Pat's uh, Pat's run with NXT was just so refreshing because it's like. Okay, I, I don't necessarily, uh, you know, care that he, he's that he's just a celebrity he, walking in. Like it, he was actually pretty good. He 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 was legitimately a a, a big enough threat that they, they built him as a big enough heel to where he headlined war games. Yeah, and, and it was kind of yeah, believable. He, he, like built, he built his own stable and he headlined war games, and it's still yeah. an ongoing stable, as from from what I can tell. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, another big moment here, and we'll, we'll move on to uh, to our last two categories. E- easily, this is the most important categories. Um, uh, so we have wrestler of the year coming up. Yeah, do, do you want to do male or female first? Well, here's what I'm gonna do. I, okay, one one more moment, and that's gonna be that's gonna be Kenny beating Moxley. Ah, yes, Kenny yes. Omega beating John Moxley was a huge moment. Um and, and and not just like the match itself because the match itself was really was the match was, was really good was pretty good mm-hmm. um but like the ramifications of it and like him him running out and then like the impact thing and then him going on and then like Kenny's also AAA champion in Mexico so then he went on and defended uh the AAA title in for, you know in Mexico for AAA mm-hmm. and then like and another then he, really good match if you haven't caught it it's very good. Yeah, yeah, the uh uh was it the Laredo Kid match? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good match. Mm-hmm. Really good match. But no, that that was a a, a really really cool moment and, and uh I'm glad you mentioned it cuz specifically the ramifications of it and you know now we're seeing some of the some of the fallout I guess I don't know if that's the right word but uh you know now we're seeing the the plans with AEW and Impact and their their cross promotion and and you know some of their their wrestlers kind of uh you know doing doing their talent share thing and yeah. uh I mean we talked about this when AEW w- was first becoming a thing that we always said that man they you know they should work with other you know with other companies and and you know kind of get rid of this whole like big companies have to snatch up all talent and, and, you know, only use guys that are, you know, specifically signed with them and things like that. So now we're seeing the fallout of that and it's kind of coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mags and, 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 uh, uh, Mike both in the chat making note of the, uh, uh, the belt collector, the possible belt collector mm-hmm. kind of thing. Cause he, uh, Kenny, obviously it looks like he's going to be trying to go after the impact title as well. Looks like it. It yeah. looks like that that is an imminent, uh, possibility here as my dog leaves the room. <laughs> um, so yeah, now I just wanted to make sure that we brought up that cause I think that's going to have a lot of ramifications going into next year too. For sure. Mm. Absolutely. Um, female wrestler, second to last category here. Yes. Female wrestler of the year. Um, 
I mean, you could make a an argument for a lot, a lot of ladies out there for the uh, uh, for 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 female wrestler of the year. Because um, I think that was really, really one of the big highlights of this year is how, uh, like, especially in WWE, like how awesome the women's division was on the main roster as well as on NXT itself. Um, I mean, you could pick out a lot of different women from uh, WWE's end alone for Women's Wrestler of the Year. Not Absolutely. to mention, also, Stardom. Stardom did awesome this year. Man, I still need to get into Stardom. I've seen like I've seen like handfuls of matches, but but I haven't like jumped all the way in. And everything I hear about it, man, I just I need to I need to get back in. Yeah, you, you need to hit up JPQ. Uh, yeah, yeah. Big pause on the pup and uh, get get down on some Stardom. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but but no, like you said, uh, female wrestler of the year. There, there's a lot of different shouts that we could do here. I, I mean, uh, for for me, j- just going from uh, WWE. I mean, we have Io Shirai, we have Sasha Banks, Bailey. I, I mean, uh, probably my my favorite, uh, not necessarily best female wrestler of the year, but but my favorite wrestler of the year is probably Bianca Belair. I think Bianca Belair is is absolutely fantastic, and, and she's just been been you know on the rise uh, ever since uh i started to to watch some of her matches in uh in nxt and uh she she's one of the rare instances of a uh, nxt call-up actually doing very very well on the main roster uh, i think bianca belair ha- has uh certainly made a name for herself on, on the main roster um so yeah i, I mean there, there's a lot that that you could really do i, I mean and you know, on the AEW side of things, we have Hikaru Shida. I think she's uh, definitely puts on consistently great matches. Um, Nyla Rose ha- has certainly come into her come into her own uh, this year and, and has really started to to look like a, an actually fantastic competitor. And uh, you, you know, we gave Nyla a, a lot of crap uh, when, when we first saw her just because she was she was very green. You know, she she was just very mm-hmm. green at the time. But I, I think uh, throughout. Throughout this whole year, she's proven that that uh, she is actually a very, very good wrestler and is capable of putting on some good matches. I mean, her her match with Hikaru Shida I thought was really, really good. Um, but for me, with uh, if we're going just absolute best wrestler of the year, uh, I do think it has to be Sasha Banks. Wow, I do Sasha think it Banks. has to be Sasha Banks. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. her and Bailey ha- have put on some consistently, absolutely great matches throughout the year. Uh, and, and then, you know, if we're talking about just exposure, uh, you know, Sasha Banks ha- has been all over the media. She she had that her uh, her uh, uh, the her can- stint her, in uh, Mandalorian her cameo in Mandalorian. She, I don't know if y'all watch Mandalorian. Sasha Banks is great in Mandalorian. She mm-hmm. she's absolutely great in that show. So. Uh yeah, I'm going Sasha Banks for best female wrestler of the year. Wow, that's a, that's a great shout. That's a, that's a really great shout. Uh, some some suggestions here in the chat. Um, uh, there was a a big shout here. Uh, for uh, Rhea Ripley here by Mike in the chat would have been Rhea yes. if if not for Charlotte ruining her. Um, yeah, I mean if you look at the, the beginning of 2020, um, I mean Rhea Ripley was on a huge huge tear Mm -hmm. um and it seemed like just like after wrestlemania like nothing seemed to go her way after after that that was just super sad that was super unfortunate yeah i i really thought Rhea was uh Mm -hmm. on the cusp of uh you know having a rocket strapped to her back honestly Uh, Mm -hmm. she she definitely had the talent for it Mm -hmm. um I still don't understand Charlotte winning the nxt title but Mm -hmm. let's not go there i mean i hated it at the time i hate it now like, look, we've been pretty consistent about about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, it it turns out that uh, Charlotte going to NXT was a bad idea. 
I don't know. Crazy. Crazy. Who would have yeah. thunk it? Yeah. Us. We we thought it. <laughs> we called it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not to pat ourselves on the back or anything. Um, so, obviously, with you not being big on stardom, I got to at least give a, a shout for stardom. Uh, Mayo Iwatani is, mm. is, has got to be up there. Has mentioned, at least, honorable mention uh, for, for uh, Female Wrestler of the Year. Um, uh, again, like Mike said in the chat, could have been... Rhea Ripley had it not been for other events happening. Um, uh, Max doesn't know what the Mandalorian is. He's trolling. <laughs> is he? I think so. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I mean, Sasha Banks is also up near the top of my list as well. Um, I mean, you got you to gotta mention, you got to mention that uh, Sasha Banks obviously way way up there super duper talented uh sasha hitting that tornado ddt on boba fett yeah (laughs) that was so funny because i was i was watching it uh with my roommates at the time and you know i I, like marked the hell out like whenever that i was like oh man everyone's like dude calm down like no it's great no it was it was amazing (laughs) um yeah i mean you gotta you gotta mention sasha Mm -hmm. i mean there there's you know, I mean, also EO, EO held her, mm-hmm. her own for so long. Um, uh, Shotzi Blackheart is, is really up and coming, I think. Um, so she's going to be, she's going to be really big going into 2021. She's going to be, uh, definitely someone to look out for in 2021. Candice, uh, LeRae, obviously probably the best heel oh, yeah. uh, or one of the best heels. Rather, I should say, uh, definitely best heel in NXT. Candice heel work is honestly great yeah it's honestly really really great and, and uh i i know we've we've mentioned on the show before the the heel turn from uh johnny and candace was very strange and but i think the uh the heel aspects of candace definitely work a lot better than they do for johnny mm-hmm. uh, man of a thousand three holds in the chat nxt women's division is stacked both u.s and uk absolutely absolutely 100 yes, agree mm-hmm. uh that uh, uh the 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 u.s and uk uh, women's NXT rosters are super stacked. Mm-hmm. Shout um, out to Tony Storm. Shout out to Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably see her a lot more. Um, Got to mention the rise of Britt Baker's character work. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were here in town when. Uh, uh, well, we were we were we went to the AEW show here when she mocked Waterburger. Yes, and, indeed. And uh, yeah, that was some serious heel heat. Started a Whataburger chant. Whataburger. Yeah, mm-hmm. got got some. Yeah, got some serious heat from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my women's uh, wrestler of the year, female wrestler of the year. Um, she she did it big on social media. She she was big time as far as her character work. She also put on some big time matches. Um, she was a little bit of a belt collector herself this year as well. Mm. Um, so if it wasn't Sasha Banks, um, I'm actually going with Bailey. Yep. Bailey's for me is the female wrestler of the year. Um, she was, she was just, uh, outstanding, outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she easily put on, uh, uh, the, the I guess w- probably the match of the night for at the Hell in a Cell pay per view mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, in my in my opinion her Sasha Banks I thought that match was amazing 
Um, they've got great chemistry together. They've Absolutely. got great chemistry together. Um, so, man, and shout out mm-hmm. uh, to to Bailey for for just me personally. Uh, you know, I wasn't too high on Bailey uh, during during her initial heel turn. Uh, I, I thought it was very awkward yeah. at first, uh, but but really, it turns out that that might have been my fault uh, of just like bringing over. You know how. I know Bailey and and, yeah. and how she's been over, over the past few years, but but man, she's killing it. Yeah, she, she is really really killing it, and I've come around to to Bailey as well. So uh, definitely a really great shout. I, I think honestly for for best female uh, of the year, I, I mean it has to be Sasha or Bailey. Yeah. Honestly, they they've just both been so great all yeah. year. Yeah, well, and 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 for Bailey, it was one of those, those things where it's like. You, you kind of like, you know, like not a whole lot of people bought in really uh, to her, yeah. which was kind of crazy at first. But I mean, as time went on, you know, it's uh, like she quickly became for, for a period of time this year, she was the top heel in the company. Mm. Like, yep. That's kind of crazy to say, but yeah, she was she was the top heel in the company uh, for a prolonged period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no shout out to Bailey, shout out to Bailey, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. Good call. Uh, uh, last but not least, male wrestler of the year, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Now we would normally at these these end of the year awards, we would normally have done something like a uh, w- fantasy warfare tournament leading up to us debating back and forth as to who male wrestler is this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we did not do that this year. We did not have enough time with everything else going on. Um, but I think that it's 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 high time that we have a, a, a discussion about this before we close out the show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it there's there's a lot of people that you could put into this mm-hmm. uh, debate here. Uh, there were some some people that uh, so, some some guys that really hit some high marks this year. Only to be brought down to some low lows this year, um, but but there's been also some guys that have been really 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 consistent, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I now feel really bad actually because uh, now I'm, I'm I'm actually remembering something that uh, that we should have put in surprise of the year, and I and, and I don't know why neither of us thought about it. We'll go back. Let's do it. Sur- surprise of the year. I thought um, one more mm-hmm. edge. Mm. Edge, Edge coming back to the Royal Rumble. See, and that's what I'm talking about. That feels like years ago. Yeah. It feels years ago. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Mm. You're you're absolutely right. I mean, Edge was was uh, man. I feel so bad for not mentioning that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I mean, Edge was one of those one of those wrestlers. I mean, he was he was up there in, in my my greatest of all time mm. list when I was like you know ten years old, and, and you know to to see him come back and, and still be as great as he is, honestly, I mean, goodness. Well, and the reason why I thought about that was I was like, oh yeah, best male wrestler of the year, and then I thought about like greatest match of all time between Edge and Orton for yeah. some reason. Um, See, their their marketing worked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you could easily put Edge and Randy Orton probably both in there for what they've done separately, mm-hmm, individually mm-hmm. this year, but also together. Uh, as, as uh, maybe on your short list for male wrestler of the year, right? Um, I would say at one point definitely Keith Lee was up there. Uh, him winning the double titles was an amazing moment for him, absolutely, uh, uh, personally and professionally. Um, and that was a really a really fun match to watch on NXT TV. Mm-hmm. 
It was Grinch. Um, let me see here. I'm just trying to think of like what else. Um, I mean, there there's already some some things going on here in the chat here. Mag's bringing up a uh, tie between Moxley, Drew, and Hiromu. I mentioned that earlier. Hiromu mm-hmm. uh, Takahashi has got to be probably up there in, in your list. If, if, if Hiromu's not on your list, then I'm not sure what, what you've been watching this year, <laughs> uh, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, but yeah, Drew Drew also needs to be up there on the list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he literally became probably the most must-watch person uh, that WWE's had in a long time. Mm-hmm. In a long time. Um, and that and that's got to say something, right? Like, that, like they're... There's, uh, like, like, it, it's so hard, I guess, to be the top guy in WWE, especially yeah. in a year like this, and especially when with Drew winning the way that he won it without fans. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, considering that he's led this company all year long through this really dark period of time, and and yet you can still tune back into WWE and be like, he's the guy. Right. Right. I mean, Drew. Drew's got to be up there on your list too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, there. That this, you know, we we keep saying this throughout the whole show, but uh, you know, there there's just been, it's it's honestly shocking how how consistently good, uh, pretty much every promotion has has been up to this point, and, and you know. When we're when we're talking about best male wrestler of the year, that that's uh you know certainly in the discussion as well. I mean, there there's so many guys, uh, you know, and gals, uh, but. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a <laughs> comment in the chat from Mags where he said that uh, you said Edge was one of the goats when you were 10, and Edge was debuting when Mags was 16. Yeah, you're you welcome, go. Mags. You're welcome. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. There's um, also some shouts here from Man of a Thousand Three Holds, Walter, Finn, the Fiend, Cody. Finn is a good shout. Finn I like I shout. like Finn being on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman, Roman definitely. I mean, considering the the last half of the year, Roman's actually been really, really like like stunningly good as, Dude, for, as a heel. For who, Roman who'd have, to who'd have thunk it? Yeah, Roman Reigns, natural heel. Yeah. Who'd have thought? For for Roman to to kind of uh, make me one eighty on, on him is uh, honestly really surprising. Roman Reigns was one of those wrestlers that I just had completely written off. Just like I I don't care about Roman. I, I don't care about his matches. I don't like his character work. I don't like Roman Reigns. Uh, but here we are, and uh, it's crazy. I like Roman Reigns now. It, it's kind of crazy, but I mean, good good job on him. You know, uh, like you said, crazy shocker. Who would have thunk it? Uh, natural heel but uh yeah i, I mean there, there's a, a lot of really really good shouts here from the chat a lot of really good shouts from you tanner uh, I, I think for for me personally uh it, it it's it's kind of a toss-up between uh drew mcintyre and and john moxley I, I think those are those are the two wrestlers that uh you know have been the most consistently great throughout the year mm-hmm. I, I mean uh, both of them, uh, almost for the same reason. I mean, Drew McIntyre ha- has carried the WWE men's division, and John Moxley has carried the AEW men's division. So, mm-hmm. I-, I mean, it- it's kind of a toss up there. Um, I will say for for me, and this is going to come as a shock to some of you, but I think I'm going to have to go Drew. I- I'm going to have to go Drew McIntyre. I, I mean. Moxley in AEW is great, and we all know that, obviously. But with, with Drew McIntyre, it's just such a great story. Yeah, 
It's such a great story yeah. of Drew, you know, crawling through the depths of WWE for for so many years, and, and to finally get the finally get the shot that he had been dreaming of for so long, and, and to just ace it, yeah, to to just absolutely crush it yeah. all year, and, and just you know hold that division on his back all year, dude. It, it's got to be Drew, and, and I'm not trying to you know like shit on any other uh you know wwe guys but man drew was just on fire all year yeah i mean drew showed clearly that he is the top guy in wwe yeah and i and i appreciate you you making it making your pick of the year drew mm. uh because i won't feel so bad about my picks mm. okay um i noticed how i said picks uh i i gotta i gotta bring it down to a tie in all That's honesty fair. um tie for male of the year Kenny Omega and John Moxley mm. for me uh, obviously I didn't mention them in my honorable mentions for a reason right, um, right. so yeah if, if you look at how consistently good John Moxley was all year he was obviously the big thing in AEW yeah. all year long kind of in the same way as what you said about Drew mm-hmm. um, and him winning the title like that was a huge moment for AEW um, I remember it be, get, getting a lot of traction, um, and even as AEW's kind of like gotten more and more muddled as the year has gone on. Mm-hmm. I mean, the consistency, consistently, the the highlight of watching AEW this year has been John Moxley. Yep. Um, and when Kenny won that tournament for the right to the title shot, and then it became Kenny versus Moxley, and then the way that Kenny won the title and how he's had consistently great matches all year long, and then him winning the title, it was very clear to me that I had to put him uh, also in contention for best male wrestler of the year. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I'm giving it a tie here. For me, John Moxley versus uh, John Moxley and Kenny Omega as uh, male wrestlers of the year. Uh, but I totally respect and appreciate you picking out Drew McIntyre as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, th- there's an argument that can be made for, for all three of these guys, honestly. And, and I think uh, if, uh, if you're trying to make a, a best male wrestler of the year list, uh, I think these guys are the top three uh d- depending on who you make your number one or your number two uh i mean these these guys are, are definitely the top three so i'm actually glad that you that you put the tie in there uh because uh john moxley from from aw i think is is the the obvious pick uh but but kenny omega ha- has been doing just some some great you know obviously great matches all all, all the way throughout the year but just some absolutely great character work mm-hmm. through, throughout the entire year as well mm-hmm. um so yeah, awesome. I think we I think we've hit the nail on the head here as far as Headlock Talk twenty twenty. Mm-hmm, Good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, Ooh, mm-hmm. Mag says outside dark horses: Cameron Grimes, Damian Priest, and Dexter Loomis. He might be trolling. I don't care. Damian Priest has been great. <laughs> Damian Priest has been great, and you know if you're trolling Mags, you know whatever. But I actually uh, shout out to Damian Priest because the the thing with Damian Priest, just an honorable mention, is uh, he's very similar. Uh, at least um, to to me with uh, how Roman Reigns ha- has kind of done the 180 for me where I was not bought into them whatsoever. I kind of wrote both of them off and, and was just like, okay, there's a Damian Priest match next week. Sweet. Awesome. But, but man, Damian Priest has definitely changed my mind about him. He is great. Mag says he's not trolling just for clarification. Good. Okay. Good. Cool. Yeah, Damian Priest, man. Shout out. It's a good shout. Mm. Um. 
So yeah, uh, I think we, we we hit the nail on the head here, Stephen. I hope that that uh, that we did. If you guys agree, if you guys disagree, leave it in the comments. We'd greatly appreciate that. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. hit us up on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Yes, indeed. We'd love to have a conversation about it. This is a fun show. I, I always yeah. like the, these year they, interview they, shows, yeah. that, especially because we kept it positive this year. So it's positive. just like we're just so happy. Like, man, this was great. This was great. This was great. It's yeah. fun. Fun times, man. Yeah, it's a it's a a, a joyous episode. Absolutely. Of, uh, Headblock talk. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so, as as we mentioned earlier, um, we... Uh, there's a lot going on here in the, in the Headlock Talk universe. Yes. Um, so, I'm moving uh, next week, uh, next weekend. It's kind of crazy thinking about it. So, I, I've lived here in this, this town on the outskirts of, of Austin pretty much all my life mm. so moving to a completely different city is kind of a, a shock to me good news is steven will be um i guess joining me and helping me move and so we'll he'll be he'll be there for the weekend uh we'll be hanging out we'll be watching wrestle kingdom so you'll get to uh, do that live with us with me moving though it's going to make us doing a show together a little bit more difficult mm. obviously we've got the internet which is going to be a helpful way of doing it but scheduling wise it's just going to make things a little bit more hard sometimes right um now so what that means for headlock talk is you can obviously still see it here on shooting the sports ish network <laughs> mag's pointing out what a great friend steven is <laughs> he is a great friend oh thank you thank um you. Yeah, so what that's going to mean for Headlock Talk is you're going to see us here on Shooting Sports Ish Network. We'll, we'll probably give, still give you a show, maybe one or two shows a month, mm-hmm. is, is I think what we've agreed on so far. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the most that we're going to be able to put out for you guys. But with that being said, we'll still be doing Radio Techers. Um, <laughs> Mag's just he's putting over Steven here man Steven <laughs> Grudy the real MVP absolutely oh thank you Mag uh, Mike JC in the chat also says hopefully more 3P Gamecast yes uh, we're as, all trying to as, get our hands on a PS5 right now as soon make, as Steven can get a PS5 yeah make, make streaming a, a lot easier I heard I heard Mike got a PS5 which is freaking awesome Mike congratulations sir wow, yes. congrats if you got a PS5 Mike yes. that, that's awesome <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think what this hopefully will do is open up the door for you know us. We're going to still continue to do radio techers with mags in the chat. So if you are a Premier League football fan, uh, you probably are a surprised by the results from the Arsenal Chelsea game today. Dude, but but I know we'll talk all about it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but we'll, you'll also still get the chance to, for us to talk weekly or twice a week about radio techers, which is a lot of fun. This will probably also open up more opportunities for uh, for Stephen and Mike to do three uh, P. Gamecast, which I know mm-hmm. both of them are really wanting to do, to yes. do some like let's plays and things, yes. things like that. Um, but also, maybe there's maybe some other cool stuff that we can do on the side, maybe with uh, Twitch or YouTube or something like that. Maybe maybe a little Steven Tanner side project. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? I don't know. Just yeah. just some thoughts out there. Yeah. Just some thoughts. No, um, for sure. Uh, I, I just want to say, you know, this uh, this change here, uh, you know, going from either monthly or or biweekly, uh, is going to open up the the two of us to to. I mean, we're not going away. No, it's going to open open it up the door to to only do more for you guys. More stuff. I, I mean, I've uh, you know, in the past few weeks, I've joined Radio Techers. Uh, so uh, you know, me, Tanner, and, and Mags are, are all doing Radio Techers. Uh, we're we're trying to get three P Gamecast back up. Yeah, it just it just dawned on me that you might have like four projects going on. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, yeah, and so it, it really, really what this wow. change is doing is just bringing Headlock Talk kind of in line with our other projects as well, and just giving us more time to more time to craft everything and more time to to just give y'all good content basically hopefully so hopefully mm-hmm. so well, well we'll see if there's maybe another project in the works here me and steve were talking about it earlier we don't have any details on it that we can share with you right now but it's it's a possibility it's mm. a possibility mm-hmm. that's all i'm saying uh mags does say he misses the game cast uh i miss the game cast uh matching me for projects yeah steven he's got a lot of <laughs> a lot of things going on uh, i don't know aren't you on like 14 or something like that it's crazy <laughs> crazy those numbers are crazy mm. <laughs> they, they are nuts um but yeah no lots of fun here guys so uh headlock talks not going anywhere we're probably going to reduce our schedule a little bit because i'm going back to school i'm moving steven's got a lot of projects i'm trying to start more projects with steven steven's probably like no but (laughs) hey what's up what's whatever we'll figure it out yes um but yeah guys we appreciate you guys for tuning in as we said in the beginning thank you so much make sure before you head out hit the like button if you haven't done so already hit subscribe uh, here to shooting the sports ish network here on youtube and if you're listening to this in podcast form make sure to leave us a five-star rating review i know it's it's uh it, it doesn't take you very long at all it might seem like a meaningless little thing here but it means the world to us if you can yes. just go ahead and do that leave us a five-star rating review wherever you can that would definitely do us a world of good um, so, Stephen, uh, is there anything else that you want to say before we head on out of here? Uh, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Uh, you know, obviously, we're this is uh, you know a day after Christmas, but Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to yes. all of you. Uh, thank you for you know tuning in all all throughout this year. Uh, you know, it, it, without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. Honestly, like without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Uh, so truly truly thank you guys yes 100 percent. thank you guys everybody this is the last headlock talk of 2020 so yes. thank you so much we appreciate you guys for sticking around y'all take care be safe out there know that we love you and have yourselves a great rest of your day later y'all bye-bye For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, here are reasons to try a Nest mattress. One, they have a mattress for every kind of sleeper. Two, Nest offers free exchanges within a 100-night trial. And three, save hundreds on everything bedroom-related, now through the summer at nestbedding.com.